You're listening to the Mildly Controversial Podcast. My name's Mike and this is Baz. Say hello, Baz. Hello, Baz. Do us a favour, set us to auto-download and click the button for notifications. That way you won't miss an episode. And don't forget to share. If you like it, share it with your friends. If you don't like it, share it with people you hate. Coming up on this week's show... My first prediction for 2024 is that my wife Emma will divorce me. <laughs> Young Gen Zers don't drink anymore. Yeah, they, yeah, go, no, no. they go out in the evening, they go out sober, and I'm like, God, no wonder you're so boring. <laughs> Miserable bastards. No wonder they're worried about so much. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they're worried about so much because they don't get pissed to forget about things. That's what alcohol does, right? Uh, every branch of the RSPCA had helping... The name of the town, animals. So, for example, Bedford. The RSPCA shop uh, in Bedford would say, helping Bedford animals. The RSPCA shop in Bury said, helping Bury animals. There's a little part of me doesn't trust people who don't drink, Buzz. Yeah, I've always said that, but like, yeah, when you need a lift home from somebody, you're like, oh, actually, that's a pretty decent job. I'm glad you don't drink. Um, I need to make a massive reverse away from the previous statement I just made because I've just remembered that my wife hasn't had a drink for three years and that sounds like I just said I don't trust my wife. Yes. We didn't think that one through, did we, Buzz? That goes along with all the others we don't think through that. Oh, yeah, we didn't think any of them through, did we? Hello, 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 and welcome to the Mildly Controversial Podcast. Now, if you were listening last week when we did the New Year resolutions... Yeah. Um... Baz and I were recording it before New Year, so we had to kind of predict what sort of New Year we were going to have because we were recording it in the past to be sent into the future. Yeah. That gave me an idea. (laughs) Why don't we do predictions? Oh, let me do it properly. Yeah. Predictions for 2024. When I've got reverb on that, it'll sound fucking brilliant. Superb. Love it. Yeah. So me and Baz are going to be uh, Nostradamus and Nostradamus. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense, but whatever. We'll run with it. Um, So, yeah, uh, Baz and I are going to make some predictions of things that we think are going to happen in 2024. Now, um, that's all I told Baz to do. Yeah. Was uh, make some predictions for 2024. Um, I've basically written a list of really stupid stuff that definitely won't happen in 2024. And Baz has come up with a list of things he actually thinks are going to happen in 2024. Well, well look, as I say, predicting 2024 has proved challenging for me. Uh, it's like trying, for me, it's like trying to forecast the weather with the curtains shut. But um, I've done my best and uh, I kind of, I went out and looked at trends. I thought we were going to be sort of semi-serious. Um, but um, a lot of the time I ended up just looking at TikTok dances and uh, playing Call of Duty. So... <laughs> I thought I better actually like do something serious. So I've done some homework this week. I'm is sorry. Is that what uh, is is watching TikTok dances and uh, playing Call of Duty pretty much your prediction for what's going to happen in your life in 2024, Buzz? Well, it has been for the last three years. So I'm there you go. <laughs> uh, there's a very good chance that it will then. No, just in case anybody notices, I've got this bottle and not a like, glass of rum for a change. So I haven't drunk any alcohol until this year, and I haven't smoked either. So it's all wow. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying I'm giving up smoking or alcohol, but it's January, so you should do the least you could for January, right? I think that's very good. And um, I hope that you continue one of those for as long as you can. So do I. Uh, yeah. But not the other. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm definitely going to drink again. Hey! <laughs> but um, for everybody who was um, 
everybody who was listening on the New Year's resolutions. We are now on the 4th of January, but this will go out on Wednesday, whatever day that is. Um, I need to ask you, Baz, have you had a glass of water every day? Oh, interestingly, yes, I have. Ah, That was was the thing I said I would check up on you and see if you had... Um, see if you had managed to do the easiest of resolutions. And so far, Baz, yeah. you've done two much harder ones and the very easy one. Yeah, I've, uh, so part of the water drinking has been because of I've had this cough. Uh, which So it's kind of forced. I'm not saying that I would have done it had I been in. Yeah, look at me, I'm in the best of health. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but I am drinking a lot of water at the minute. So it's, yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm trying to see if it makes a difference. I think that might help with the smoking thing as well, Buzz. Yeah. It's, like, it, it, it's easy to give up smoking when you've got a really bad cough. Yes. Yeah. 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 So. But, but also, it's easy to get past 72 hours with not smoking if you, if, if you don't fancy smoking. So. I thought you were saying it's easy to get past 72 if you give up smoking. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> probably you, you've probably got a point. <laughs> <laughs> no, so the uh, nicotine addiction apparently only lasts for 72 hours. So to, oh, there you go. And, uh, it becomes, I, it's a habit after that. I remember yeah. I, when I gave up smoking. Yeah. Um, Emma was still smoking at the time, and I walk. I just I would walk past a packet of cigarettes in the flat, and it was only then that went. Oh, I want a cigarette. Yeah, it wasn't uh, a, you know any you know, there wasn't any um, physical you know craving or um, need for me to have a cigarette. I just walked past and went. Oh, I do that. Uh, there you go. So then I went. Oh, I don't anymore. <laughs> there you go. And I haven't. Yeah, and I haven't had a cigarette in. Oh, well, my middle daughter is 16, and it was way before she was born, so there you go. Well, well, well done you. And Thanks. I, only, and Thanks, I can't even find any sort of condescending tone to put towards that either. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. not, I, like, I'm, 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 I have very little willpower. I've got fucking terrible willpower. But for some reason, giving up smoking to me was really easy. Yeah. So when you're struggling, Baz, come to me as a mate, but... Um, yeah, I'll, forgive me in advance for just going. Just fucking stop! It's yeah. easy. No, no, yeah, no, no. I'm like you and other people. I stopped for seven years once, and my advice was, "Well, just stop. That's, <laughs> just stop. Stop putting that thing in your mouth." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Stop hard. buying them. Stop going to the shop, buying them, lighting them up, and putting them in your mouth. That's that's, that's the thing, isn't it? There you go, people. Uh, already in 2024, um, the mildly controversial podcast is giving very, very, very useful. Um, advice and health advice. Yes. Um, which is if you currently smoke and you would like to stop, stop. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> well, what a way to start. <laughs> oh, I think we're on to a winner here. This, this, this will be the new podcast. It'll be uh, Mike and Baz's Health Forum. <laughs> if you don't want to drink anymore, stop drinking. <laughs> no bed. <laughs> Fucking hell, Baz. Can you imagine if somebody tuned in to a podcast with me and you as hosts with looking for any kind of advice on health and i I know that seems a bit odd because i am technically a fitness professional yeah but yeah i'm very much a fitness professional who is a do as i say not as i do yeah yeah you teach you teach health and fitness yeah i'm pretty sure alex ferguson was shit at football yeah 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 Yeah, there you go that's a really good point actually I feel this podcast just break down into the kind of like inspirational quotes for the rest of it. You don't have to be good at what you do. You just have to be good at teaching. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> um, live, laugh, love. Oh, God, let's move on. <laughs> That's a motivational quote I got from... I can't remember if it was Nietzsche or it was... Uh, no, it was uh, it was a T-shirt in Primark. <laughs> you can say, it's, yeah. that, it's, it's Nietzsche or Ikea, isn't it? <laughs> Stop that. That's funny in my version. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, uh, another thing we need to do before we start is... Yep. Um, we've had another complaint, Buzz. Um, on the um, on the Facebook page. Well, not a complaint um, as such. This is the feedback we were given. Um, and it's the second uh, piece of feedback of a similar nature, Baz. It says, Baz, it seems you don't get to talk much, but I do like your laugh. <laughs> so it's the second person that's complained that I don't let you talk enough. So we will rectify that situation in this one, Baz. I will go. Um, oh, if, if you would like to know, um, my reply to that was, unfortunately... Baz insists on being paid by word, so we have to limit his speech due to budgetary constraints. I'll just give a shout out to uh, Shelley McMurtry, and we will try, I'll try my best, to let poor little Barrington have a little more words than normal. I, I, mean, I, th I think the obvious thing is, like, I don't have a lot of words, uh, and I think as well... You know, Sorry, can I stop you there, Baz? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, and I think the answer's in the uh, title, um, co-host, so, you know... Post as all the self-proclaimed yeah, sidekick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it was, wasn't oh, it? Oh no, no, I've, I've I've gone all posh in the last year. And I, oh, I, do, I I tell people I'm a co-host in a podcast now. You, you are, but you can't be a self-proclaimed co-host because I call you the co-host as well. Oh, okay. Anyway, look, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll talk a bit more now. There you go. Sorry, have you noticed? Uh, my idea of talking more is to get closer to the microphone. I've, I've noticed you do that quite a lot, like you're trying to whisper to the people at home without me hearing. But help, I can actually help. hear it much better when you do that. Anyway. That's why I don't talk as much. Right. Um, uh, well, the other thing, Baz, is I'm going to give somebody a shout-out. I don't normally do this, but we had some lovely feedback. On New Year's Eve, we had a message from uh, a lad I went to college with called David Emery, and I'm going to give him a shout-out because he said, Hi, Mike, just a quick one to say, me and my friends have been listening to your podcast. It's really, really good. Hopefully you get snapped up by someone, brackets, if that's what you want, as it needs to be heard by everyone. Oh, There we go. I thought that was lovely feedback, so I would regurgitate it on the podcast. Yeah. Um, when, when he says um, snapped up by someone, I, I, I don't think he means another podcast without you. I yeah, think yeah. he means the podcast gets Asda. snapped up. And um, <laughs> the podcast gets snapped up and um, and promoted and all that kind of shit. Yes. I also hope that happens too. But if people were to help that happen, all they need to do is do loads of commenty things on the Facebook page. Yeah. Or... Um, Five-star reviews on the audio platform. Comment on the audio platform, if you can, on your audio platform. And share it with lots of people. There you go. That's my, <laughs> that's my weekly beg. Right. Okay. So, um, as I say, Baz has come up with quite a few um, actual predictions for 2024. So, I think Baz will start with you. Yeah. Um, also, because you need to speak words. <laughs> Anyway, look, uh, my crystal ball's not magic, so I've kind of gone to the internet like I do for everything and and looked at what the world thinks is generally going to be in trend next year, and then I picked out a few things from that. But I'm going to start with the first one. 
because I think, I'm, hopefully it's mildly controversial, I think Donald Trump's going to win the presidential race if he's cleared by the Colorado Supreme Court. That's for a, that's something to discuss with our American friends. Wow. Yeah, You've started big there, Buzz. Well, yeah, it's not going to get any better than that, so I thought I'd go in heavy. Because um, it's, it's going to be big news next year, isn't it? This year, sorry, this year. Okay. It is going to be big news this year, Buzz. Uh, and I made a prediction um, on my list related to it, so I will, I will add mine to it. The 2024 US election will be won by someone old enough to be Baz's dad. <laughs> yes, it's true. Because it's either going to be Lord that because um, Trump will be 78 by the election. Yeah. And Biden will be about a week off being 82. Yeah. So basically, basically, America, <coughs> you've got the choice of somebody who will be 82 at the end of his term of office or somebody who will be 86 at the end of his term of office. It's crazy, isn't it? What the fuck are you all doing, you idiots? They I mean, cannot be the two best people to be president. Well, it's weird, isn't it? I mean, like, I think we, we've, we've glossed on this or just talked about it briefly in the past about how they... I mean, that's probably the oldest leaders in the world, isn't it? It's, do you know what? It's, it, I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get how the two best candidates for this job will be either 82 or 86 at yeah. the end of their term. I'm just like, I wouldn't trust someone that old to put me bins out. And they're trusting him to run one of the most influential <laughs> and powerful com- countries in the world. Well, you've seen somebody's 80 get into a car. It's scary. I mean, these boys, their car still starts with a handle on the front of it. <laughs> and there's a man with a flag walking yeah. down the road. You know, honestly, it's, it is completely crazy. Um, I feel a bit sorry for America, really, in terms of that's what they've ended up with. But it doesn't have any... It, it's the, their fault. Well, they made yeah. it happen. Yeah, I feel, still feel sorry. They're the ones that vote <laughs> in all the primaries and all that shit. I don't really understand what all that means, but you know what I mean. Yeah. They, I, they, they vote for who represent... All the members of the each individual party vote for who they want to do the presidential race. Yeah, yeah. And So it's Americans' fault. So yeah. don't, don't feel sorry for them. Okay. I'll, I'll try not to. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but going back to that, it, I mean, it's, it is kind of weird as well that like you know, he's Donald Trump's an actual criminal, right? He's actually, well, he's not been found guilty of any crimes. Well, do you know what? he's a criminal? Biden's a criminal. Depends which paper you read, what yeah, yeah. news channel you watch. Okay. Um, <laughs> either way, we're in big trouble, and I mean yeah. we, as in you know, inhabitants of Earth, yeah, are in trouble. Whichever one of those two gets in in twenty twenty four. And also, I should clarify that out of the two of them, I'd think I'd rather go for a drink with Donald Trump than Joe Biden. Yeah, I probably would as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah I? But I also wouldn't want somebody that I would like to go for a drink with running one of the most powerful countries in the <laughs> yes. world. I know. It's only, that's how I decide between the two of them, to be fair. <laughs> I've no idea how each political party in America works, as, uh, as I've no idea how political parties around the world work. So. No. So, um, again... Um, Advice from the mildly controversial podcast is whichever country you live in, um, whichever election you're voting in, um, try to make your decision, not based on policy um, or manifestos, try to make your decision on who you want to run your country based on who you would most like to go for a pint with. Yeah. More great advice, Baz. I think we're killing it tonight. Mate, we're full of it. <laughs> 20, this is just like an, like an advice show. 
Can I just, uh, I need to say this before you kick off with yours. Yeah. You, you quite often go, oh, I'll, I'll just dicked around and I've just got a load of stupid things and we end up having massively long discussions on them as well. So <laughs> I'm just going to clarify that before it, ha- if it happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, um, this is this is a slightly different subject, Baz. But my first prediction for 2024 is that my wife Emma will divorce me. <laughs> okay, look. So let's just sit and let that sink in for a couple of seconds. Yep. Has everyone got that? Yeah. And now um, I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna do the obvious question: Why? <laughs> well, um, that was a very partridge why. Yeah, yes. I enjoyed it. <laughs> it's um, yes. Um, well. To be honest, I mean, we've spoke at length about this before, Baz, but um, Emma is um, more ambitious, more driven, um, more um, organized, better looking, uh, kinder. (laughs) But all of those superlatives are things that Emma does better than me. Um, I'm punching not just on looks, but like I say, on, on everything, okay? And... We will have been married 20 years in May. Yeah. And at some point, she's just got to come to her senses and realise that she's fucking wasting her time with me. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's all my prediction is based on, Baz. Well, um, so obviously in the comments, someone's going to write, he must have a big dick. Because that's what people always do <laughs> when you've got apparently no other, other sort of like qualities. I, I am more of a big dick than <laughs> I have a big dick. Um, so it's, yeah, and, and I, I went through my list of what I, my predictions for 2024 uh, are. I went through my list uh, with Emma before recording. Um, and I said that one. and uh, She didn't bat an eyelid. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she, all she said when I said, the first one is, I think you're going to divorce me. And she went, it's very difficult to divorce someone in a year, Mike. <laughs> Which worries me a little bit because it sounds like there's a little bit of research gone into that. So it kind of, um, it kind of backs up that I think this could be a thing that happens this year. Well, look, uh, I hate to go, oh, me too. But yeah, me too. I think we've discussed <laughs> this before. I, I'm forever questioning. And I even asked this. You know, why are you still with me? Because like, I'd bring nothing to the table. I don't earn very much money. I don't leave the house very often. And when I do, I go away for weeks at a time, which I think she generally likes anyway. Um, but I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe fun. Sorry, I did it again. Maybe fun is what we're, we're, we bring to relationships. I don't, well, there's got to be something. About, <laughs> yes. And that is all it could be. Because <laughs> yeah. we are constantly cocking about. And it must be the cocking about. There's nothing. There's no other reason. Anyway, so so that's the first one. The first one is that um, my wife Emma and potentially Baz's wife Liz will divorce us. Yeah, that's not that's not a new prediction. I've been predicting that since we got married, to be honest. So. Yeah. So look, stay tuned, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It could happen, yeah. and if it does, I'll be celebrating that I was right. Yes. Whilst also crying myself to sleep every Imagine night. this next year, there'll be two really long-bearded men, <laughs> sallow, like massively overweight while looking really sick. At nothing but delivery pizza. Both in caravans somewhere in, the, you know, in a farmer's field somewhere, because that's all we can, we're the only place we can live now. In the same caravan. Yes. Let's, let's, let's be clear about this. <laughs> we can if our wives divorce us mate the only solace is for us to wallow in self-pity in the same 
caravan. Brilliant. <laughs> Deal. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. There's a prediction for 2024. Baz and I will both be divorced um, by our wives and will lead a miserable life together living in the same caravan by the end of 2024. I'm loving that first edition of that, though. It'd be like, hello, hello, hello. And then just the two of us crying for 40 minutes. And they're just sort of like, you know, and see you next week. That's it. At least we wouldn't have to do it over the internet. We could, uh, you know, we could do it side by side. In fact, <laughs> in fact, we wouldn't even have to put it on the internet, Buzz. We could just do the podcast yeah. in the caravan and invite people to come and watch. <laughs> just borrow a car and tow it around the country as well. <laughs> That sounds tremendous. Deal. Right. Okay. That's a promise. That's a promise. If those, if we both end up being divorced by our wives, that is happening. At least we've, we've struck on something tonight. So, this, yeah, it's, it's more good news for everybody. It is. <laughs> Particularly our wives. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go on something next that uh, I think probably most people will, will probably understand or because it's... It's quite current. Uh, in fact, it's very current. Uh, I'm predicting there's going to be an even bigger increase uh, in AI, artificial intelligence, and, and machine learning. It's, uh, it's already on your phone. You, you, know, you look at the things you could do on your phone now on apps and stuff like that. You, know, you could already change your face to look like somebody famous. Um, but, the, but my only problem is, is because of my age, I'm kind of looking at it going, the, the only machines that are really going to cope with you know, the AI for me is something like a Commodore 64 because it's around about that period. <laughs> so it's kind of like, that's what I'll be doing. I'll be going to the shop and get, can I have a Commodore 64? Yeah, because I, I want to change my face to look like it was when that was out. Not when I, I don't want to do it sort of artificially. Uh, sorry, if, uh, if for the people watching on Facebook, I'm not getting overly emotional at the thought of uh, artificial intelligence. Um, I made the mistake of having a shower immediately before I've uh, started recording, and now uh, I've got shampoo in my eye. So if you see a tear, um, I'm not still thinking about my wife divorcing me. It's just shampoo. <laughs> nice, nicely sidestepped that one. I like Cheers. It. <laughs> um, it's a great excuse that I shoehorned in there, isn't it? So um, you're talking about AI, then, Mike? AI, yeah. Well, look, um, ultimately. Um, AI, I, I, I think, this isn't a prediction for 2024. This is a prediction for the next 15 to 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Society is going to have to come up with a new way of... of it, it, it's just going to have to come up with new rules because there are going to be so few people that have still got a job. Yeah. That At the moment, everybody has a job, everybody earns money, everybody pays tax, which contributes back to society um but at some point so few people are going to have jobs because ai is going to do it yep that there's going to have to be a different way yeah people are still going to have to eat still still going to have to uh, contribute something to the world yeah but what because computers are going to do everything <coughs> well i think it, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was elon musk who came up with the system which would be everybody just gets paid money to not work because everybody, you know, because we obviously live in a consumer society. What we'll do is we'll get everything delivered to our door. Everything's made by, you know, robots and computers. And then we just tax the computers and, and the robots. That's how it works. <laughs> I, I like the bit about getting paid for nothing. Yeah, this isn't, this, isn't, this isn't my creative plan, by the way. I'd never come up with something so good. The rest of it, I'm just confused. Yes. So apparently, yeah, you, you have to tax something somewhere. So the money's got to go from your hands into somewhere. Uh, and then taxation has to be bought to pay for all the other services so they'll just tax the robots because obviously they're they're the people who are or they're the things that are making the the things that we buy 
Apparently that'll work. Okay, brilliant. Yeah. Oh, I was worried about it. Now it sounds like I'll get paid to sit at home but, but watching it, TikTok dances and playing Call of Duty. Yeah, but, but it's, the, the theory is, though, if, if people don't have money, they can't spend it. So no, exactly. Get, yeah, if you can't spend it, then there's no economy, is there? No. Then literally you won't get any money. So somewhere, somewhere, you know, some point, some time, there's got to be a point where you just get given money to go and spend it because that's your job now. You're a shopper. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Profe- professional shopper. It's a bit, right. like, a bit like... I was not- worried about it, Buzz. All of a sudden, I think it's really... Uh, I think it's an exciting thing. <laughs> what you got next? Okay. So bear in mind that you reckon yours are all wacky. I'll, uh, I'll do a personal one. Yeah, go on. Okay. I'm going to get really good at darts. <laughs> You've been watching darts. Is that what I've been is? watching the darts, <laughs> um, as I do at this time of year, every year. Um, but so's my son. And okay. it's his birthday at the end of this month, yep. Shay. And he said he wants a dartboard for his birthday. His mum was like, oh, not sure, not sure, not sure. I was like, absolutely, son, we'll yeah. get you one. Um, so we're getting him a dartboard. Yeah. I'm obviously going to have to be the person who plays him on the dartboard. Yeah. So um, I've never really played darts a lot. I played it a little bit at uni. I had a dartboard yeah. in my room at uni, but haven't really played it much, so I'm not very good. Um, but my prediction is I will be very, very good by the end of the year. Well, it's, it's one of those games, is it? It seems incredibly easy to take up. Mm. I mean, you only need a dartboard and three darts and yeah. a tape to put the line that you can't go beyond and throw the darts from. That's it. Well, you say that, Baz. Yep. Um, but we haven't actually got a dartboard yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or got any darts. Yep. But Shay and I have already decided our nicknames. We've designed <laughs> our shirts. And um, we've uh, we've been thinking about our walk-on music. Oh, you, that's legendary. Go on. What, so we've done all that already. Are you able to reveal it now, though? Are you able to reveal it now? I think um, Shay is uh, Shay is going to be Shay the Shaker Snedden. Love it. Because obviously Shaker sounds like his name, yeah. and it's also the nickname of Berry Football Club, nice. his favourite football club. Nice. Um, and um, I will. Um, I'll read through. The um, he sent me a thing saying, I think I've got a name for you. And he said, I should be um, the Berry Bad Boy. <laughs> I replied with more like Berry Pudding. <laughs> yeah. um, and then I came up with lots of alternatives for us to decide from. Um, the Berry Bullseye, the Berry Badass, the Berry Badger, the Berry Bastard, the Berry Bellend. The Berry Beast, the Berry Bullet, the Berry Bulldog, or the Berry Buffalo. So it'll be one of those, Baz. Um, there's definitely one in there somewhere. What was the famous sign that got taken down with dogs? I can't remember what that was. There was a thing about burying dogs, wasn't there? That was oh, of... yes. That was... was the RSPCA. Um, the RSPCA shop in Berry, the charity shop. It was um, basically every... Uh, every branch of the RSPCA had helping the name of the town animals. <laughs> so, for example, Bedford, the RSPCA shop uh, in Bedford would yeah. say helping Bedford animals. <laughs> the RSPCA shop in Berry said helping Berry animals. <laughs> I love it. And a lot of people think that that was photoshopped. On- that is genuinely what the sign above the RSPCA in Berry said for about three days. 
until, pe- until people realised you can't put that. Could you? Could you have something? The barrier, though. Like that's what. That's oh, what I just yeah, think about like, it. The barrier. I'll have to work on it. Yeah, yeah. Now's not the time. But but yes, we've um, we've uh, I've designed him a shirt. Um, <laughs> you got to make it as well, aren't you? No, no, you, 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 I'm not making it. You, there's a website you can go on, Buzz. Brilliant. And the reason we're uh, a little bit previous in this is because, um, for those that don't know, a uh, 16-year-old got to the World Darts final uh, this week. That's why I'm going to be really good at darts. Yes. Because he's the, my son, who um, I'm going to bully into becoming a professional darts player. Bully, I like it. Like, yes, <laughs> nice one. Thanks, Buzz. Didn't even see that one coming. Um, I'm gonna uh, yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna force him to play darts, which means he'll need to play with me. So by definition and by default, I will get better at darts. Yeah, but have you worked out what kind of like mentors? Clearly, unless you get really good and you become a professional darts player, of course. Uh, that's my uh, my advice on um, how to play darts is is a very it's along the same lines as my advice on how to stop smoking. Yeah, um, my advice on how to play darts is. Throw the pointy thing in the red bit that's worth the most points. Yes. More often than you don't. Yes. They there are. You go. It's not hard. They are, folks. It's, it, <laughs> it's not hard. Oh, uh, one thing I do need to say as well, um, and the reason I said this one second, is because when I was reading these out to my wife, like I say, the first one I read out to her was, Emma will divorce me. And then as the second one, I said, um, I'll get really good at darts. And she said, that's more likely than the first one. Yes. So oh, there you go. So that's a positive, isn't it? Because either either she believes in my ability to become really good at darts or she has no intention of divorcing me. Yeah. Or both. Yes. So that's just that's good good news. Or maybe like the the, the first option is going to be lessened if you become a world champion darts player. Do you know what? I if if I become a world champion darts player and 49 is a late starter, but if um if I force my child to be a uh, a professional darts player and become his agent and take 20%, yep. I will be significantly richer than I am now. Yep. Uh, then she will have slightly less r- uh, reason to divorce me. Yeah. And, it's, and, it's all coming together, yeah. Baz. This is perfect. <laughs> what have you got next, Baz, that is slightly more serious than the ones I've been coming up with? Well, look, so um, just based on the fact that I haven't had a drink this year, and that's partly forced by the fact that I haven't felt like one, I want to talk about this growing... They're called uh, adap- adaptogenic drinks. I think we've discussed it slightly before. It's the thing that Phil Carr did a post on, which is non-alcoholic drinks that, are, that have a certain uh, chemistry, which still makes you feel like there's a benefit to having a drink. So, yeah, it makes you feel more lively. So, yeah, okay. there's, there's some kind of drug or chemicals in it that make you feel that, you're, that you're, your senses are heightened and that, and that you're slightly happier, but you don't. there's no alcohol involved. So I think there's probably going to be that, that sort of next stage. Because one of the weird things, and you're, this is something that you'll probably get to hear more about as Shay gets older, not necessarily Molly, but the fact that a lot of teenagers and early 20s don't drink anymore. A lot of Gen Z don't yeah. drink. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's going to be the next thing in terms of, like, there being drinks that, like, you can go out and enjoy yourself. Gives you a little bit like a, you know, a little bit of a sort of, like, buzz. But also, you, you know, you're not taking alcohol in, which can, you know, obviously be quite bad for you over, you know, over the long term. I mean, obviously, we'll still be sat in the corner getting hammered on rum. But yeah. Lucky yeah, <laughs> the old man's corner, you know, <laughs> with, with a whip it and a flat cap. But the thing is with this is like this, these, these drinks, I don't know anything about these drinks. It's the first I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah. But, 
um, it's it's a drink that doesn't contain alcohol that does a similar thing to alcohol. Oh, no, no, but nowhere near the same. It's like, I think it's more of a kind of warming wellness sort of like feeling that it gives you rather than, oh, I'm fucking hammered. Come on, Rhea, this is good. <laughs> Sounds shit, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I prefer the second one, Baz. Yeah. I'm going to stick with the second one. I like the sound of that one better. But like I said, just based on the fact that, I, you know, from first-hand knowledge that I know a lot of, you know, young young Gen Zers don't drink anymore. You know, they yeah, go, no, no. They go out in the evening, they go out sober, and I'm like, God, no wonder you're so boring. Exactly. <laughs> Miserable bastards. No wonder they're worried about so much. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they're worried about so much because they don't get pissed to forget about things. That's what alcohol does, right? And uh, so, <clears throat> let's summarise that one, Baz. Uh, more <laughs> advice from the uh, Mildly Controversial podcast in 2024 is, if you are um, worried, if you're, uh, you have anxiety um, or depression, um, we, uh, we prescribe... Uh, copious amounts of uh, a depressant. Yes. <laughs> Especially gin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, in fairness, it's very popular a couple of years ago. We didn't think that one through, did we, Buzz? That goes along with all the others we don't think through that. Much, oh, yeah, we fair. didn't think any of them through, did we? But yeah, so okay. how, do you feel about, so, uh, how do you feel about that, though, in terms of, like, there's probably going to be a much bigger market space on, you know, in pubs and clubs now for, like, non-alcoholic drinks, you know. Not necessarily spirits, not sorry, mixers, but like, you know, more kind of like exotic or, you know, glamorous looking alcohol free drinks. My problem with non alcoholic drinks is, uh, and I didn't drink for most of November. Yeah. Um, and uh, on the show, I was drinking uh, non alcoholic Guinness Ooh. and things like that. My problem with non alcoholic drinks is um, they cost almost the same amount yeah. as the alcoholic drinks do. Yeah. Um, despite the fact that the alcoholic drinks, um, so this beer I have in my hand is roughly 70% tax. Yeah, okay. Um, the non-alcoholic version of it is 20% tax or whatever. It's VAT. Yeah. So there's a massive difference. Yeah. But there isn't in the price. So that's getting trousered by the companies that make all these things. Of course it is, yeah. So... Um, again, my um, mildly controversial opinion for 2024 is if you're buying non-alcoholic versions of alcoholic drinks, you're paying almost the same. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I've nothing against people not drinking. Okay, My wife gave up drinking three years ago. Nothing against that at all. Yeah. But if, as I did in November, so I'm calling myself a fucking idiot, but if you're spending the same amount of money on non-alcoholic versions of the alcoholic drink, um, you're mental because you are throwing loads of money um, away. Yeah. Because I'm having to pay that money because of this, because in this country there is minimum alcohol pricing and there is a huge amount of taxation on alcoholic drinks. So that's why I have to pay what I pay for that. Yeah. If you're paying the same for something that doesn't have minimum pricing and doesn't have... Um, alcohol tax on it. You're mad. Why are you doing that? Don't make any sense. There you go. Official opinion of the podcast. Yeah, Thank no, I'd pretty much go along with that as well. So. <laughs> well, I used to think it was weird when you'd have someone who, like, I genuinely know someone that used to come out drinking with us that didn't drink, but you still used to get around. And I was like, why are you buying around? No. Nah. Do you know what I mean? We'll get you a drink, because, you know, like, maybe a couple of us are going to benefit by the fact you're going to drive us home. Yeah. He, he never would. He'd always piss off early. But the point is, I was like, you know, you've got to spend, like, I don't know, say it was 25 quid on a round, but, like, a pound of that at the time was your drink. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's like, no, I'm, uh, I'm all right. I want to feel part of the gang. All right, we'll get the food in as well, you type bastard. So. 
I don't. Yeah, there's a little part of me doesn't trust people who don't drink, Buzz. Yeah, well, I've always said that, but like, you know, when you need a lift home from somebody, you're like, oh, actually, that's a pretty decent job. I'm glad you don't drink. Um, I need to make a massive reverse away from the previous statement I just made because I just remembered that my wife hasn't had a drink for three years. And that sounds like I just said, I don't trust my wife. Yes. But as I think I'm pouring petrol on this whole, my wife's going to divorce me for yeah. fire. Back I think this is, I think I'm in trouble. Back to option one, Mike. <laughs> I'm in so much trouble. Right, what have you, what have you got? Um, I've got one, Baz, that's... Um, it's out. I'll admit, this one's out there. This is so. If we were ranking our predictions from least likely to most likely, yes. This this is going to be down the least likely end of the spectrum. Let's right. put it that okay. way. Get okay. This. <laughs> okay. My prediction for twenty twenty four is that Liverpool will be given its independence and will be sawn off from the British mainland and pushed out into the Irish Sea. Just south of the Isle of Man. <laughs> Discuss. <laughs> <laughs> so, my theory on this is that there are loads of people in Liverpool who say they're Scouse, not English. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah, they think the whole... It dates back to Thatcher years, and um, apparently um, the Tory government at the time was, um, was aiming to put Liverpool into managed decline. Because there was no Tory voters there. Yeah. So they were just saying, like, fuck them, right? So that's where this has come from. So people in Liverpool, or there are plenty of people in Liverpool who hate the system, hate England, hate the royal family, um, booed during the minute silence when the Queen died, and all of that kind of stuff. So there is a big thing that says, Scouse, not English. Right, okay. Right? So I'm doing Liverpool a favour <laughs> by sawing it off and pushing it out into the Irish Sea. Um, I'm probably doing Ireland a favour, because loads of people in Ireland support Liverpool Football Club, so their flights to watch the matches will reduce in price. Yep. Um, and there's an awful lot of people in Britain, um, particularly in the areas surrounding Liverpool, who would quite like them to be fucked off into the Irish Sea as well. So I, all I can see is benefits. Yeah. So... It's it's only a matter of time, um, and it's going to need some batshit crazy billionaire like Musk to get on board, because I can imagine it's quite an expensive thing to do. Um, but yeah, I, I, I genuinely think that this is going to happen this year, Baz. Um, certainly the plans can... Because I, I understand logistically it's quite a difficult thing to do, yep, and yep. it might take more than a year. Yeah, But certainly the plans... The funding, yep. everything can be lined up, ready to make this happen. Yeah, I, I was just wondering which part of the uh, the Maldry spectrum this fell on in terms of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's probably at the very. Is it low or high? I've never again. Been, yeah. uh, 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 <laughs> most of the things we say on this podcast uh, are on a on a, on a spectrum of how mildly controversial they are. Yes, this is t towards the. Lower end of mildly. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's uh, in the fact that it's it's not mildly at all. <laughs> so look, not being from anywhere near Liverpool, uh, having been to both cities like in my lifetime, because I can't remember how long ago it was I went to Liverpool. Um, I, I look, I quite like both places. Manchester, I found much later than Liverpool. I was expecting it to be a proper dreary, drab, horrible northern experience. Turns out it's fucking lovely, isn't it? 
Manchester is lovely. Yeah, Correct. and I'd recommend anybody to go there. And, and in fairness, I quite like it out at Liverpool as well. It's interesting. Liverpool is interesting. That's that's how you describe. I mean, you're wrong. But, <laughs> yeah. um... No, no. I mean, interesting is in terms of they're interesting. Look at that. Pe- those people. They're interested, aren't they? They're foreigners who yeah. live on the same island. So, so... yeah, I wasn't aware. Of, I wasn't aware of this. Um, this. Uh, like Scouts not English Scouts is a massive thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. I know that there's, there's a, there was a massive falling out in lots of different ways with the government and the Sun newspaper. I know that yep. as well. Yep, all uh, of that kind but, of stuff uh, has just perpetuated it. But no, it, it's it, it's gone as it's it's basically because they're a working class city. Yeah, and they see uh, they saw all of that against them. Um, it's basically that the whole of the establishment. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like I say, it, it's not just the government. It's it's the royal family yep. who clearly have nothing to do with any governmental policy, um, but yeah, that's you know it's the monarchy. It's basically anybody rich, yeah, rich down south. Yeah, they don't go. like. So yeah, they're scouts, not English. And I just thought, look, if if that's what they want, then let's make let's give them what they want. Let's make them happy. Could I have a request in the, in the comments, please? I want anybody from Liverpool who actually supports this argument, because it's basically mildly controversial, but actually, in fact, there's probably a, a bit of scope there for loads of Scousers going, yep, yeah, we support you. I tell you what, <laughs> the, uh, the, I reckon there will be loads of people listening to this and watching this who are from Liverpool who will be like, I would love the Isle of Scouse to be an actual thing. Yes. And I, just, I, I, I think... You know, it, it sounds difficult, it sounds expensive, Baz, but do you know what? We put men on the moon. Yes. Well, suppose, and I say we as in supposedly. People. people. Well, you know, Baz, <laughs> if you're going down the uh, conspiracy theory route, we, we, we could just pretend we did it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. In fact, what we'll do is we'll do a podcast in about 50 years' time. I'll be dead, obviously, but what we'll do is we'll do a podcast now and re- release it in 50 years' time saying, oh, they said you could never, ever float Liverpool into the, into the, into That's the, it. into the, what is it, the Irish Sea? Yeah, well, yeah. do you know what? <laughs> uh, look, if, look, uh, I'll be realistic about it, Baz. If it is too expensive to saw it off and push it out into the Irish Sea, yeah. just a massive fence. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and, it, and, and I've got an idea as well. If Donald Trump fails to be elected as president in 2024, <laughs> he should come over and become the mayor of Liverpool and... Because, I mean, he's got shitloads of experience in that fence thing, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he loves it. Yeah, to build a wall and all that. that he, he'd love to be involved in that. Well, and, uh, you know, uh, I don't know what the unemployment rate in Liverpool's like, but surely there's loads of people there who'd be quite happy to put it up. <laughs> Do you see how I drew breath mm. to, to make a joke about unemployment in Liverpool and stop myself? Because yeah. it's too easy. <laughs> <laughs> and I, would, I just fell off the perch and went straight into it. So. <laughs> So right. yeah, yeah. So yeah, genuinely in the comments, if let us know what you think about uh, Liverpool being a separate state. And, and do you know what, Baz? The more I've talked about it, the more I'm bringing it back away from the less likely to happen yeah, yeah. end of the spectrum. Yeah. I think it's. Look, I, I think there's 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 going to be so many people pushing for this. Yeah. Let's make it happen, people. Right there, you go. Shuttlecocks. I'm starting with that on the next one. Excellent. Yes. So, um, you aware of the sort of the ups- uh, the upsurge of like pickleball in the United States? Yes. So, like, it, I've only heard the word pickleball in the last sort of six, seven, well, even maybe twelve months, and uh, so it's become a huge kind of like sport, like or pastime uh, for just people to go and enjoy, right? 
Yep. So apparently the the next surge of like sports that's coming back here is badminton. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's the kind of maybe the, the kind of the British version of pickleball. No idea why, because <laughs> like it's not played the same way, and it, it's a it's a currently established sport. So yes, shuttlecocks and badminton. So badminton's going to be a massive thing, is it? Well, it's, so I don't know who makes these predictions, but I was reading about today about sports or, or pastimes that, are, that you know that that major manufacturers are looking at investing money in making stuff for. Because obviously, you could go to any shop now and buy a badminton racket and some shuttlecocks, and then you know you could put a tent up, a tent a net up in your own garden. And play. You but, can put tent up in your own garden as well. Yeah, play over the top of that. But yeah, so I, I think this is the next thing that's going to be the kind of social sport. I mean, in a year's time, if we're looking back on this, going, what the fuck are you talking about? Let's let's do that now. But yeah, so, but they, but I was trying to think of other sports that like might make a comeback, and I was particularly darts. Thinking, yes, well, <laughs> darts is a bit different because it's like it's not a racket sport. I was trying to think of racket sports mainly, but it could be. Yes. I think you might have invented something there, Buzz. <laughs> well, I replay rip. Replace the shuttlecock. You were talking about shuttlecock. Yep. Replace the shuttlecock with a big dart. Oh, yeah. But shouldn't it just be stuck good. in your racket or your bat all the time, wouldn't it? So I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a go. And let you, I'll come back to you on that one. So the, the, one of the things I was quite happy about the badminton thing was the fact that I was actually pretty good at badminton when I, when I used to play. Because I just... I, you, know, you know, some sports or activities you're just good at. Just yeah. And, you know, that's your calling. Not very sexy badminton, but I was also really good at table tennis. But, but that took a lot more kind of like building up to it. So any of those going back, I'd be quite good at because I'm not really I, competitive. But if I'm already good at something, I don't have to be, do I? I could just get well, on. And play. Uh, I, I, I think you should do what you can to make that happen, Buzz. Yes. <laughs> so what do you reckon though about like sort of weird pastimes coming back like that? That are, suddenly there's going to be a whole load of investment in clubs and shit. Um. I'd, I'm I'm all for investments in clubs and shit. Buzz. <laughs> that's my that's my opinion on that. Okay, good. <laughs> I'll just tick that one off. <laughs> right. Uh, my next one is uh, something that I uh, genuinely think will happen. Um, England will build our expectations in the Euros, but ultimately fail. That's not a prediction. It is a prediction. <laughs> it's not. That's literally going. That, you'll be saying that straight afterwards as well. Nailed on. <laughs> yes. This is going to happen. See, this is this is towards. Look, I, I do have a few that are guaranteed. Yes, right? that is one that is guaranteed. Also, I put. Um, it, if you're looking for dead cert predictions, Baz. Yeah. The only thing you could possibly say that is more certain than saying something you're about to do is. The World Series of Baseball will be won by a team from North America. Ooh, controversial. I'm putting it out there, Baz. It's a sporting prediction for this season. I be. think that will happen. Yeah, okay. Well, look, I'll, in a year's time, because we, obviously we've got some reference here, I'll come back, and if you fuck that one up, then that would be really difficult to get around, wouldn't it? <laughs> we'll revisit these, Baz. Yes. <laughs> we'll come back and see how, how many of our predictions came true. You do we'll, re- do it, we'll do it in the 2024 review of the year. You do realise I'm going to be sat here wearing all white and holding a bad written racket, don't you? <laughs> and a table tennis racket at the other end. Go, see, look. Just to be right. <laughs> I'm world champion. <laughs> well, I mean, we might have to uh, pre-record the uh, review of the year 2024 because that's when the world championships the darts world championships oh yeah yeah so i might be busy yeah of course so we might have to pre-record it we'll just do it on the normal date then won't we <laughs> no 
I'll be busy. I'll be in the final. Okay. <laughs> oh no, the finals after that. But yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be involved. I'll be involved. That's the latter stages of the World Championship. Perfect. Okay. Right. We'll I'll just... be there. We've got plenty if of time. I won't, if I'm not Shay, will. There you go. We've got plenty of time to set a date for it anyway. So. There you go. Brilliant. <laughs> it was a two for one, that one. Yeah. It was a two for one sported one. Yeah. It no, was you... the fact that England were going to be shit at the Euro. Oh, we're, we're going to look good at the Euros but fail. And uh, the World Series of Baseball is going to be won by a team by a team from North America. Well, let, let, let's go on to the football one because like, there's always that hope, isn't there? That the fact that we'll get the. Because you know, the last tournament we went to, we weren't too far away. Yep, very close. Yeah, and then... The last couple. Yeah, and, like, if you look at players generally around the world at the minute, there seems to be less, in my opinion, less superstars from all, you know, from from one nation. There seems to be, Mm. like, people dotted around all over the place now. Because I think there's more and more... Yeah, we're talking about Jude Bellingham here, aren't we? <laughs> so, there's, there's more and more one-player teams like ours. Yeah. So as long as we keep him fit, I genuinely think we've probably got a good chance of... And Harry Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, Kane, but I think two of the world's best players yeah. play for England. I think Jude Bellingham is probably the bigger difference because you know, I think he's made a bigger impact when he plays mm. recently. But, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, I'd like... To, I'm hoping your prediction is wrong. I mean, I feel oh, it's... Oh, I hope yeah, it's yeah, wrong yeah. as well. Yeah, good. I'm going with the weight of probability. Yes. Here. Yes. Not, um, not any kind of hope. Okay. Or, or, or expect, well, it's, it, it is expectation, not hope. Yes. My hope is I'm wrong. Yes, okay. Um, because I can only imagine how overexcited I will be if England are successful at anything. Yeah. If, if, if any football club I support, or every football team I support, be that Berry, Newcastle, England, yeah. anyone, yeah. Dumbarton, Ireland, yes. Finn Harps. <laughs> yes. I support lots of football teams that are all shite. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I can't imagine how excited I would be if any one of them did anything good. <laughs> Listen, you love talking about dietary stuff because obviously uh, we've discussed veganism plenty of times and obviously yep. you, 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 you like a good rant about it. So are you aware of the next sort of like... Th- thing that's supposedly coming through in diets because so what's happened is is a lot of the vegan only food you know uh, producers like for yep. you know meat fake meat a lot of those are dropped off because the the sales of fake vegan meat has dropped right off the, you know has dropped right down there's still okay. I, th- I think the market share of overall is still there but it's been left with certain companies so the big bandwagon of a thousand people jumping on and making uh you know this week's vegan sausages drop right down right. but but there's now this talk about like you know we don't need to go vegan um what we're gonna and, and you know the five a day thing for your vegetables yeah that's being replaced by 30 plants in in a week now <laughs> That, so you have to eat 30 different plants in a week to get your sort of full spectrum of goodness from plants. Alongside oh, meat and other, and other stuff. But yeah, so they've, good, they've, because, um, five because, a day wasn't good enough. So. Oh, five a day wasn't achievable. Yes. Because um, the, the average was about 2.7. Yeah, and most people when, only have when one, for don't years they? they were asking people to eat five. Yes. When actually they needed people to have nine or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that it was. Um, so yeah, good luck with that then. So, um, so it's so, a much bigger spectrum though. So it includes nuts and berries and uh, your favourite mushrooms, uh, you know, and other stuff like that. So it's not does, just. Does it include potatoes? Uh, clearly, yes. So it's nine different. Baz, nine, did you say? Did you say thirty? Thirty in a week, mate. I could smash thirty different flavours of bit crisps. There you go. In a week, piece <laughs> of piss. Nailed it. And anybody who tells me potato isn't a plant is bullshit. No, no, it's a plant. No, no two I mean, ways about it. 
Oh, I'm in, mate. I'm going to smash that. It has leaves 30, and it grows in the flavors ground. Of, 30 different flavours of potato. 30 different flavours of crisps yeah. in a week is easy. <laughs> Miles easier than five fruit and veg a day. <laughs> I, I, I knew that you'd find the right way forward with this one. <laughs> <laughs> I've smashed it. I've already I've, I've <laughs> completed it, mate. <laughs> so, yeah, but I also think there's going to be loads more of stuff like this in the near future where it's, you know, people are just coming up with, oh, this is the next thing we're doing. And, uh, I guess most of it's you know, concerns about health and stuff like that, but it just gets more complicated, doesn't it? Well, I mean, everything says plant-based on it now, doesn't it? Yeah, well, they're kind of moving away from that now. They've got a new term oh, for it now, so it's okay. yeah. But, but they certainly moved away from like vegan now because yeah. even Heck well, have like, removed all their vegan options. So well, everything said it was like plant-based, this plant-based, yeah. that. Even like um, what was it? Even um, like sunflower spread. Yes, you know, like margarine and stuff. So. Plant-based? Yeah. Well, I know that. It says fucking sunflower. I know what a sunflower is. <laughs> yeah. It's literally a plant. Yeah. It's well, always... This This shit you've just put plant-based on has had the picture of a plant and the name of a plant on it since 1983. Well, they've done it, they've done it with bags of carrots, haven't they? Some, some like, joker has gone and they say plant-based carrots. <laughs> they've even put well, it on the side. I love excellent. it. Excellent. So, yes, there you go. That's another one which you could sort of, like, you know, chew over. Very good. <laughs> Very good. You can, you can chew over it. Yeah, you can. Go on, what else you got? All right, uh, the next one. Um, yeah, you, after the Liverpool one, Batch, you can probably see where my mind's gone with this. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I predict that Jeff Bezos will declare Amazon as its own country. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, you... Not the Amazon. <coughs> well, like no. Amazon.com. Once he's ruined the Amazon, yeah. He'll... His country, um, his company, Amazon, yeah. He is going to declare them as their own country. Now, mm. if he did, yep. they would be the 70th biggest country in the world, yep. according to GDP, right? Which puts them bigger than Bulgaria and almost the size of New Zealand. You can see I've done a little bit of research. Yeah, I like this one. <laughs> I've done some numbers as well. <laughs> the population of um, Amazon yep. um, is 1.54 million, because that's how many people they employ. Wow. So that's the population of Amazon. Yep. Um, which doesn't sound much, uh, but the GDP per head of population would be $113,000, which would make it the second richest country in the world behind Luxembourg. So I, I, just a little bit of a ghast here. Carry on. I'm liking if you've got any more figures. Economists use GDP per capita to determine how prosperous countries are based on their economic growth. So if Amazon, if you take the... The amount Amazon's worth and divide it by the number of employees. Yes, it would ha it would be the second richest country in the world behind Luxembourg. That's mad, isn't it? Hmm. So I've done a little bit more thinking, Baz. Yep. Um, Jeff Bezos and Amazon uh, own four hundred and fifty thousand acres. Right. Yep. So if that then becomes Amazon land, um, uh, sorry, Jeff, I'm not I'm not stepping on your toes coming up with a name for it. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. Um. That's about the size of the Isle of Skye, which you're very familiar with, yeah. or Fuerteventura. Yeah, which I'm also um, familiar, like, So, familiar. So, uh, unfortunately, Bezos Island will be quite crowded because the, po the population would be 10 times that of Fuerteventura yeah. or 100 times that of Skye. <laughs> so um, I guess there's good things and bad things about Amazon land uh, when it happens. Um, you're all loaded, but you are going to have to live quite close to each other. Yeah, I mean... Uh, as part of your thinking, are you going to group all of those individual sites around the world as, and push them all into one place? 
that's for Jeff to think okay. about, not for me. But I was going to say because currently passport control on on, on Amazon Land is going to be quite difficult, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, because like we've got a big Amazon. So you're basically saying that the big Amazon site, which is probably about three miles away from me, is that part of Amazon Land? I did work out. I did find out, yeah. Baz, that um, that if you just took the um, the the um, footprint of the warehouses they've got around the world, yeah. it would be enough to house all the people. Wow. There you go. <laughs> In average-sized houses. Within. So if it's not an island um, or a one landmass, yeah. then... Um, I guess he could do lots of little enclaves in his warehouses. Yeah. I mean, if he did, I mean, you might have noticed, Baz, I'm thinking on my feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, quite right, it's, it's a big one. But he, if he did house the residents of Amazon land in his warehouses, it very much restricts the financial growth of the country going forward. Yeah, storage is down. They, I think they need yeah. them. I think they need them. The good thing is, though, if you're moving, there's loads of lorries, so you never have to worry about that. Well, you could house some people in them as well. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, but also, it'd be a bit weird, though, wouldn't it? Like, I, I worked, you know, I started the morning in Newcastle. I've gone all the way down to Bedford, and I and I woke up there this morning. <laughs> Where are you going next? I was down to Plymouth just to pick up some um, some hands, some hand cleanser, and uh, and some brushes. Well, maybe the uh, nomadic lifestyle is coming back in 2024, Buzz. Well, the thing is, I suppose the next version of this as well is you could add up all the space inside the vans where people sit as well, and that's also you could you can get people sleeping in those, can't you? Well, I don't. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think this is going to take a little bit more thinking than I've put into it, Buzz. I think it's a good I'm, idea. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I think I've um, I, I, I think I've underestimated the amount of effort this will take, Buzz. So I'm out. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just realised it's not down to me. Anyway, it's Jeff Bezos who's going to exactly. do it. I'm just predicting it's going to happen. Yeah, but if you already come up with, with the actual plan and the machinations for it, like he might just come to you and go, look, Mike's brilliant idea is uh, eight gazillion quid for the uh, for the for you do all the planning of it. He's definitely barking up the wrong tree if he <laughs> yes. thinks I can do that. Yeah, I'd like the idea, though, that what happened is you go, right, okay, yeah, I'll take your money. And then the next day, nothing would have happened. So. Jeff Bezos is a very, very successful businessman for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows not to trust fucking idiots like me with big, <laughs> big important jobs like that. <laughs> What's next in uh, what actually might happen in 2024, Baz? So, you know, there are predictors of people... Sorry, there are people that predict stuff that's generally going to happen. So I want to just touch on that really great thing. Sounds of, like you, Buzz. Yes. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just want to touch on that thing of, of you know, the, movie, the movies of the year, because obviously that's, that comes up at some point. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I want to have a quick discussion on that and, and, come up with, um, and come up with a prediction for the best movie, the best actor, and the best actress. Very this good. won't mean anything to you, because like, basically you're, like a, you're a movie charlatan, aren't you? Uh, yes yes <laughs> but i think you will have heard of these so, okay so in the category for best movie this year there's loads and loads i'm only going to mention three which i think you would have heard of so this year uh the nom- one of the nominations for best movie is spider-man across the spider-verse which is a cartoon yes it is brilliant I've, by the way I've, I've not seen the movie yeah, obviously yeah, yeah i've seen a trailer but it is it is brilliant it is but you probably should watch the first one so that's interesting in the very fact that it's like it's a it's a marvel animation which has been uh put in the category for best movie but uh, but you could probably guess 
the two I'm going to mention for the top spots, which are the most spoken about this year. They came out of the same... Oh, oh is it for this year? The, the, because the awards for this year are based on films from last year, aren't they? Yeah, so, yeah, so basically it's, it goes from like films that were released in April this year up to April... No, sorry, April 2023 okay. to April 2024, whatever. So, see, I'm so out of touch <laughs> with movies. I've got two that I think. Yeah. But I think they've already been through this process. Okay, well, have a, have a chunk on them. Is it Barbie and Oppenheimer? No, so you, you're quite right. They are the two the top ones, ah. but they are going to be in the general nominations because they were produced after, you know, I think it's produced or released after the the, the, uh, the Oscars last year. Okay, okay. So, yeah, they are the, they are the top two. They could be more different, but Oppenheimer is the uh, the guy that invented the uh, the nuclear bomb. Yep. And Barbie was a doll. Was not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, weirdly enough, though, they were like they came out the same weekend and it became, I, th- I think it was... Barbenheimer or Oppenbarbie or something yeah. like that they called the weekend. And people went and watched generally one on one day and one the next day. Yeah. Uh, I've seen them both. Uh, they are generally both really, really good films. One's much longer and like I fell asleep during it because it was much longer and the other one's shorter and more exciting. So uh, I won't tell you which ones they are. But, yeah. so, but there was a lot of people went in fancy dress as well, didn't yes, they? Yes, yeah, so, yeah. So you'd get lots of people dressing in pink going to the Barbie, yeah. and then lots of people dressing as people who were potentially going to destroy the entire world. <laughs> exactly, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I, but I think that was those of themselves, they were kind of interesting stuff for films in the year where there's lots of other stuff, which is the usual kind of contenders for it, which are just sort of like overly flowery films that feature really highbrow subjects. Well, I thought these two were interesting. And also, the best actor in nomination probably is going to be Killian Murphy, and I think the best actress is going to be Emma Stone and not Margot Robbie. There you go. My predictions. We'll look at it next year. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, there are some actual um, actual predictions. Well, I, I went down the route of predictions, really. I really said predictions. <laughs> And, yeah, so um, when briefed on uh, coming up with... When I said to Baz, we'll do an episode on predictions for 2024, Baz came up with predictions for 2024. Um, whereas I fucked around and came up with ridiculous things that absolutely won't happen in 2024, such as the one I'll leave you with um, is... Uh, Julie Andrews will be cancelled due to resurfacing of previous historic racist tweets. And on that bombshell, <laughs> that is where we will leave it. Um, mainly because um, before my research, I thought Julie Andrews was actually already dead. <laughs> so, thank you very much for listening and for watching this week. Um, don't forget to um, put this one into a special little time capsule. Yes. Um, and, and by that, I just mean, like, save it or something. It's, it's not hard to do. Yeah. Um, and listen to it again at the end of the year. Um, and we will revisit all of these things to see if these things happen. Well, it would be interesting because you're very good at editing, but by then we may have an editor. You might have to say, then, look, just pick out little slivets. Slivets? Slivers? That's what I meant. Yes. Slivers of what we said then and then compare it to here's the actual one, which would be interesting. I think That's it's it, one yeah. going forward in the future. And like I say, if we, if I do um, uh, pay an editor at the end of the year, I'll say, can you pick out the best bits of where Baz uses actual English words yes. instead of makes them up? Slivets <laughs> is close. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, everybody, for listening. Don't forget to share this with everybody. Um, like I say at the start of every single episode, if you've enjoyed it, share it with your friends. If you didn't like this, then share it with people you hate. 
Thanks again for listening, and we will see you next time. Goodbye! Mike? Yeah? Do you think anyone's still listening? I don't know, probably not. If they are, where can they find us? Thanks for asking, Baz. That's a great question. The best way to find us is to go to the website at daddancer.co.uk forward slash podcast and the links to everything are there.